0: We learned the previous year about the story of Kalev that he asks for, he asks for Hebron, he's given Hebron. So we're going to jump to the psokim of, of the Nakhla of Yehudah. We'll come back to the with the map to explain exactly what the Nachilah was. But we're going to see that the, the pastor comes back again to tell us what happened next with Kalev and Hebron. We're holding by Perek Tesvav, pastor Gilgimel. What's the Test vav was given. Like I said, the and the pasuk says, "Korib ben Yifuna nasan chelik pesach bnei Yehuda." Korib ben Yifuna was given his chelik in the middle of seventy Yehuda. Lp Hashem li Yisro, as curious Arba Avi Anaki Chevron. Here, so we see what we explained yesterday that the chelik he was given wasn't the study of Chevron. Was curious Arba, which we saw is next to Chevron, and it's called Arba because of the four giants. Uh, via Anuk, the 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 father of the three giants was Anuk, and his three sons, Shay Shah, Akim, and Talmai, that's the four of them. So after after Kaleb is given this area of Hebron, the Pasak tells the Basak Gid, Bayerush Mishum Kalev ishiblay anuk uhib drives out the three sons of Anuk, is Shaysha and a chiman Ves the Anuk. So he drives out, it seems like the father wasn't there anymore. But the postul says he drives out the three sons from Hebron. Now, the next postul needs explanation of what it's referring to. So it says, Vayal misham He went from there to fight against this place, the inhabitants of Dvir. And the name, the place of Dvir was previously called Kiriasefer. Now that's the original name. And it's name was changed the view. ever manage to fight the people of Kirat Sefer and capture it, but Nasatila is Ahsubithi Lee, I'll give him my daughter access as a wife. So the obvious question here is, why is this Khalif's responsibility to fight against Kiriat Sefer? This wasn't what he was given, this wasn't Khabra. And uh, where was Yoshir? Yeshua was a general, not not colleague. So why was he kind of looking for somebody to fight against, against Kiyotzafer. So how, how do you read the Koshyot Shav, It says that the Koshyot Shav, it says that... ...because they were, as Yerushim, he was given the whole Koshyot instead of that, and everyone got their force, port, their portion, their part. Kalev, he was given a gift for Kalev, because that was his reward, to speak, for going into Davin to withstand the Miraglim, and therefore, because of that, it, was, it wasn't given out as a part of a nachl, it was given to him directly as a gift. Now, so we come back to the apostle over here, what's going on? Really, what you see is, unfortunately of out, but it's, uh, it's self evident, that these psukim don't belong here. These psukim actually belong in the beginning of Shef to Shef to him, after Yeshua had died. The pastor is bringing it here because it's telling us what happens in the future when Kalev went to claim the land that he was promised by Yeshua, but really, he's psukim come much later. And therefore, you, we're going to see the beginning of Shaftim, which is talking after Yeshua died. So then the pasuk repeats it there, and the pasuk there says, Yehuda arba, The Bnei Yehuda went to Chevron and they killed the three giants Sheshayes chechemen Talmai. and then Dvir but Yehudah, when the Sanhedrin is actually built in which is exactly the same pasuk as here, and uh, it's referring to after Yeshua had died, and therefore Bnei Yehuda were now, so to speak, on their own, clearing out the pockets of K'nani, when he still lived in the in the nachla given to them, and therefore Khaled took charge, so to speak, of the campaign of Bnei Yehuda. He was the elder; he was a nasi, but he was definitely the the, uh, uh, the elder leader in Yehuda. And he made it, this became his companion. This has nothing to do with Yeshua. Sure this, this, this story only happened later on, after Yeshua already died. So the reason it's here, then? The reason it's here, the Papashim says, just because we're explaining this parrach, the Nahkila that you got, so I tell us the story as well. But really, it didn't happen here chronologically. It only happened later. Well, part of it happened. The Kalev's approach to Yeshua. Right, right that's for sure. We saw it in yeah, and the last break. When it went to Asper, it only happened. It happened even from early When Kalev actually went to Pantz and take it only happened later. Now, if that's the case, it's very interesting. Because we saw now Kolev was 85 years old. Right? If you're going to wait another seven years until Yeshua dies, that I means really when Kolev actually got to taking cover, he was 92. Right? Uh, because Yeshua died another seven years later. Right. Now. Yeah, he was younger than Yeshua, right? He was Yeshua. 18. Yeshua died 110. Right. That's, uh, that's the first one of the passage now the promise of the promise of the assurance that ever thanks to yourself he'll give him his daughter as a wife the one who actually conquered it was the one who actually conquered it was who was his brother and we're going to ask the question how could it be she gave him his daughter as a wife now how could that be? Kolob was called Kolob and and he's called the snail and they're two brothers. So there's two ways on the profession, both in the fashion. The one is they were brothers that they shared a common mother, even though they're different fathers. No, they were the half brothers, in other words. Right, so the other one is that, that Kolob Yefuna was a, a name given for a title. Right, it's, it even calls him previously Kolob and Haknizi, And therefore his father's name was really knas, Yefuna was a title he was given. And uh, therefore, already they were brothers. Either way around, Snail was the one who conquered the city, and he married, he marries Kalev's daughter. It's interesting. We find that when Shaul HaMelech, way later, in Shmuel, makes a similar promise, the Gemara says that it wasn't a clever thing to say. Shaul then said that if it ever goes to fight God, yes, I'll give him my daughter. And the Gemara says, You said, He said the wrong thing, the Gemara in the is. Because it could have been a mamzer an Eved that would have fought and killed Gadias, yes, and then what did Shlomo do? him his daughter. We don't find any claim is made here against Kalev for offering his daughter to ever conquer Shechem. Why is there a difference? Why you the same chashash here that we had there? So have been any moms sorry. Ah, oh, so we could say that that you knew who the the options were. Now. The other answer is, and that is that the, Galyas was attacking Klai or threatening Klai Yisrael. Everybody was too scared to fight with him. So we're looking for somebody who's coming as an individual to stand up and offer to fight. He wasn't part of the army. The army didn't want to fight. They were too scared to fight. And that's why when David comes, he wasn't even a soldier in the army, but he was willing to do it, so they gave him the chance. So anybody who was, any volunteer, so to speak, could have been the one to fight. When he came to Khetzefir, it wasn't the shadow of some individual going to fight Khetzefir. It was done with the army, the army of Yehuda, obviously in Shu'aftei, and therefore the, the the one to do it would have would have had to be one of the commanders of the army who would take on the who would lead the mission. It wasn't just open to anyone who randomly chose to fight. So Therefore, Kalev was less putting his daughter at risk saying saying it could be anybody because it wasn't an individual endeavor. It was part of the campaign. Okay, so the. So he gives him after his daughter. And now what's the interesting thing? It says, when she came to say goodbye to him when she was leaving his house, so she used the chance to ask her father for the field that he had given her for a piece of property it was as the dunya, whatever it would be, as a, some sort of income. So she slides off the donkey, or she falls off the donkey, or she says, by Rifka, I'm sorry, you have a car of Malach, so a car of Azra, what did you want? Give me a Bracha, you've given me land in the Negev, which is where heaven is, it's in the Negev, and therefore, it's, a dry, it's dry, there isn't a lot of rain there. And if that's the case, what did she ask for? Please give me pools of water. In other words, it's very good to the field, but if I don't have irrigating it, I can't grow anything. So she asked for water. So she gave her two pools of water, the upper ones and the lower ones, and uh, that's and then she goes with Othniel to the land that she had conquered back here. So now these are my notes. right? Now the, we could understand the pasuk very straightforward. Okay, and the first question is, why is it something which Nath found important to tell us? That she asks uh, that the land he gave is too dry, and therefore she asks for water, and he gives the water. The uh, khara, it's an irrelevant details, not the story. It's also interesting because the, that Nath doesn't say the story once. It repeats the story word for word, exactly again in, in the beginning of the Sefer So what's the significance of it? So here we come to another interpretation which Chazal had in the whole pasuk and uh, Gemara. And because of these questions, Chazal explained this whole story differently. It's a remiss. And what what happened was the Gemara says that when Moshe died, three thousand halachos were forgotten. Right? What's the what's the idea of why did that happen? So the Gemara just says that three thousand forgotten. When the midrash brings the story, the midrash says it was a punishment for Yosha. It was a punishment for Yeshua. Because before Moshe died, he asked show, Is there any halakhas you want to ask me to clarify before I die? And Yeshua said, No, I was a faithful Tommy for 40 years. I never left your tent, I never left your side. So everything you said, I remember. So the like says, So he made a whole show diet motion Moshe. Moshe felt that I doesn't need him for anything. I doesn't even to teach me. I asked him what he wants to know. He said, I know everything. Yeah, okay. So Moshe, in some way, felt slighted from that. And therefore, when he died, as a punishment, Yisrael forgot three thousand halachas. The midrash goes step so. later. The midrash says that Tzidkayi came to attack him and say, so, "You know, what is the halacha?" Yeshua was supposed to say, "I don't remember," so go ask Hashem. So Yeshua said, "I can't." And the Torah was only given to Moshe, and no no later Navi was given halachas from Hashem. But other Navi could give given messages from Hashem, but they weren't given and that's okay. So what's going to be three three thousand halachas? So that's why Yeh, Kalev steps in to help Yeshua, and he says whoever can be can be leichet, the curious which means can can find these three thousand halachas. So he gave him Aksa his daughter. He him his daughter. The and then that's what the Gemara says that ben so and have managed to work out what the halacha would be in these cases based on the other halachas they still remember. Now they didn't have a halacha, they didn't have a method of hearing the halacha from Hashem directly, it was only given to Moshe, but they knew enough of other halachas that they could work out, and be fearful, is similar to which case more more similar to, and use the one to derive the other one. Right? That's what, what, what we're not talking about a physical place called Kiritasa, that there's no way to conquer, even that would be the chart reading is talking about. The the and Sefer is the Chiddush of Sefer Torah, which I didn't know, which i had forgotten, and therefore the, to trap it, to conquer it would be to restore it. And Osnil was the one who, was able to do that. Now, if that's the case, then it answers our first question in a different way, and that is why wasn't Osnil, why wasn't Kalev scared of offering his daughter to an unknown, an unknown person? person he doesn't, he doesn't know who's going to want to take up the offer. And the answer is here also, if you are talking about Torah. Then obviously, so somebody who would be able to do that would have to be a Tanakh currency a tremendously high stature. And just as an example, we see Yeshua himself couldn't have, he somebody else to do it. And if that's the case, so then Azil you know, wasn't worried, car wasn't worried, there would be somebody who wasn't right to marry his daughter. Is there a significance why you 3,000? You a good question. The Rashbam said 3,000 just means a lot. But uh, yes, the Amifaj, you see. Uh, that I'm meaning in the word three thousand, that's a We'll see. So if that's the case, so then if that's the case, what's the what's the of the pasuk over here? If we're talking about the fact that the snail was machzeh which halachas, which forgotten it was through his own understanding, and that's why kind of gave him his daughter. So what's the contradiction of the post-hikha? then when he came, so she he asked to ask for a field from her father. And just for the just the dry land, give me a bracha. What's what's it referring to? So the nukud is like this. The nukud is like this. There's a, we find in the Gemara in brachas an interesting thing. We find that the Gemara says that Rabbi ben who was the last of the who was the god Lador, who was definitely the leader of the Jewish people. The Gemara said his son got sick. His son got sick. And he calls Rabchalina bin Daise, and he asked Rabchalina to become a daven for his son. So Rabchalina bin Daise was for his son, and his son recovered. So Rabbi Yechalin made a comment, he says, I could have davened all day long. It wouldn't have made any difference. So Rabchalina davened, and he got answered. So the Gemara says then, Baruch is in the first paragraph, his wife heard that, and said, Why? Is Rabchalina greater than you? He's your Talmud. Rabchalina was the following door of uh, tannaim, and he was a talmid of Yehoshua. Yehoshua was a nasi. So is that why, why, why does why can he do in davening what you can't do in davening? So Rabbi Yehoshua answered her: I'm like a minister of the king, and he's like a servant of the king. Now, what did he mean by that answer? A minister is higher ranking than a servant. So that's the like, case. The question comes back. The question comes back, and that is if. If he can dive in the walk on you dive in, you rank higher than him. So the way the fashion explains this, the number of fashion, in and others, they explain it the same way, the same concept, Yishina and Nusak, but the same concept. And that is, there's difference between a person who's a godul B'tura and a person whose maile is, is a Godal B'tfila. Even though we find that a person who's a Godal Batara has also a certain of Twitter in fact, there's a difference between people who their maile, their strength, was as, as, as poskim, as rabbanim, as Bale Alacha, or in this case, the Nasi of the Sanhedrin. So, a person is whole avoider wasn't Philip. We know we see it throughout the, the whole parakimbrach, is talking about that he was a he, he, he His godless was his ability to govern. that was a sire and an avid. A minister, the king gives him a job. So, the king appoints him, you the minister of whatever it's going to be. The avid also works for the king, but in a different context. He he does whatever the king needs. He's there to do for the king. It's not like he's been given a job to do. Now he's doing his job. And therefore, they said that the Nakudah of whoever's like uh, uh, let's say a Torah leader, a Torah leader is like a minister. You you, you give the job of looking after Klal Yisrael, of passing the Allah's, of leading them, whatever it is. That's like a minister. Shaykh and the Abed is the is the one who's always there to, to do what the king wants. So they the, the one who's, who works on Tefillah. So, he's always there to, so to speak, to approach Hashem in Tfilah. It's a certain kayach in Tfilah. It doesn't mean Tamechum can't Tab, and of course they can. Sometimes the person can have both these minds. We're talking about of Tanaim. who was exceptional in each regard. So, we see that uh, Yechanan ben Zaka's kayach was in the kayach of leadership, and Chanib uh, ben Dais's kayach was in his kayach of Tvilah. It says, That was his kayach in Ravodah Sisha. So they explain the same thing here by the Pasek. And that is that Kalev's daughter felt for her father that, again, the, the question was who would be able to work out the Halakas which got forgotten in Zman Kalev also couldn't. And so he had to offer his daughter to ever could. And when, who, the one who managed it was Kalev's younger brother, Osnir. And Achav the Pasek says in showed his younger brother Asnir was the one who managed to work out the Halakas. So she was worried that maybe her father's going to feel slighted that Kiilu, his younger brother, is a bigger lamb than a bigger plem chacham than he is. So she says, "I'm asking you for a bracha. I'm asking you for a bracha because I recognize your koyach as a tzaddik, your koyach hatveda. Agav works very well. Like we spoke about Anshav. Koyach's whole way he was saved from the miragim was because of his koyach hatveda, his ability to die when Hashem should save him. So she She comes to the father and says, "That's true. You're giving me a snail. It's a tremendous plem chacham. I'm coming to you to ask for a bracha. I recognize you. You have a, a more so to speak, more of a kayach and kiddah. That's why she said, nuli bracha. And that's what it means. When the Sahatri Gurasmain, what he loved for is he gave the idea of the goodest, Ilios, the Guras Tachtios, that's referring to the Shepherd which comes from Hashemite. That he gave a bracha and he made it, she was echet to bracha. But uh, the Nakura, what she was asking for, was that even though a, Asnil had shown more of a prowess, more of an ability in Torah, what she was doing is to ask if I still recognize you as a Tzalik, I can ask you more for a Tfilah, that's, that, that's something that I can, the I can get from you. The you, say, the you, say, the you is it the same before she was the Gemara there and here? No, that, that's it, I think it's the Tzalik says it there, and others, something also, there, the Gemara in That That's same you said, so let's talk about here also. Now, if you're going to say, he means, he's uh, not referring to Mayan because the whole thing is talking about Torah, The also by itself, of Torah, they're not the Gemara doesn't go that far. Tomorrow, The Gemara just says that it's talking about a It that was given that it was brought back to Alachaz. That's what she got. Aqsa. And we made it. That was what the, the process is referring to. Either way around, that's the Drush. The Pshat is for sure, like we saw before, and that is it was actually talking about conquering a place. And that's why brought here because it's part of the cities that were given to Shabbat